Welcome to Monday Morning Inspiration, a production of Christian Growth Ministry featuring Bible teacher Brad Simon. It's our prayer and desire to inspire and encourage you to grow in your faith and walk closer with the Lord. We at Christian Growth Ministry are excited to announce that we have opened an online storefront of merchandise designed to help inspire you and encourage your walk with the Lord. All profits from this store go to supporting ministries like Monday Morning Inspiration Podcast and allow us to develop new ministries. To visit our store, go to christiangrowthministry.com and click on store in the menu. And now here is our Bible teacher, Brad Simon. Peter, James, and John were abruptly woken from their sleep. It had been a long week of teaching and ministering to the people, as well as debating with the Pharisees and other religious leaders. That evening they had a large meal with the other apostles, and now, late into the night, slumber filled their eyes. Worse than being awakened was the stinging rebuke that woke them, words that cut so deep they never forgot. So couldn't you stay awake with me one hour? Following their supper in the upper room, Jesus and his apostles made their way across the Kindred Valley. There at the base of the Mount of Olives, they entered the peaceful Garden of Gethsemane, a favorite getaway of theirs. On this night, Jesus told eight of his apostles to sit and wait near the garden gate. Peter, James, and John accompanied Jesus into the garden, where he told them to watch and pray as he went a little further to talk with his father alone. As they entered the garden, the moonlight shone brightly through the twisted branches of the olive trees, decorating the garden with intertwined silhouettes appearing like a carpet of lace. The torches illuminating the city provided a warm, soft glow to the leaves as they fluttered in the cool evening breeze. From one side of the garden, you could hear the voice of our Savior praying, but the only sound from the other side was the rhythmic snoring of three fishermen. The stark contrast of the events that followed stand as a powerful reminder of the necessity of prayer. When the remaining apostle, Judas Iscariot, finally arrived at the garden, it wasn't to join them in prayer, for he was accompanied by the religious leaders and soldiers who came to arrest Jesus. While Jesus willfully submitted to them in accordance with his Father's will, Peter, fearing the crowd, drew a sword. Having no training as a soldier, he swung the sword like a fisherman casting a net. Trying to cut off a man's head, Peter missed so badly he merely clipped his ear. Earlier that night at supper, Peter had disputed with the Lord, and then in the garden he disobeyed the Lord's command to pray. Now he runs ahead of God, not waiting for the Lord's instruction, but rushing ahead trusting his sword rather than God. Jesus remained calm and at peace as the events unfolded throughout that night and early morning. The apostles deserted him, running in fear from the guards in the garden. As the night grew long, Peter, fearing the mob, turned on Jesus, denying he even knew him. The correlation is obvious. A consistent prayer life is necessary to remain in God's will 
and remain free of fear and worry. Before we condemn Peter and the other apostles too harshly, we need to consider our own prayers. How often do we sleep better than we pray? How often do our minds wander when they should be watching? Certainly the Lord could say to us, as he said to Peter, Stay awake and pray, so that you won't enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pastor Adrian Rogers said, The greatest privilege we have is prayer. The greatest failure that most of us have is prayer. Regardless of what our prayer life is like, we can all stand to improve. Throughout the Gospels, we never find the disciples asking Jesus to teach them to be better teachers and preachers. They don't ask him to show them how to construct a lesson plan or tell a better story. They don't ask to be taught to be better at ministering to people. But on several occasions during his ministries, the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. Peter certainly learned his lesson, for later he would write to the Christians encouraging them as they suffered persecution and faced an uncertain future. He wrote, The end of all things is near, therefore be alert and sober-minded for prayer. How similar is Peter's words to those of Jesus. We need to stay awake and be alert in our prayers and pray with a sound mind. The commanders of Israel's army approached the prophet Jeremiah and said, May our petition come before you. Pray to the Lord your God on our behalf on behalf of this entire remnant that the Lord your God may tell us the way we should go and the things we should do. Just like in Jeremiah's day, today we can discern God's plan for the way we should go and the things we should do only when we pray. The more time we spend talking with God in prayer and reading His Word, the easier it is to walk in His way and remain faithful and obedient to his perfect will. The more we pray and stay in God's will, the less we need to worry and fear the events taking place in our lives. God said, For I know the plans I have for you, plans for your well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. God's plan for our life is for our well-being, not for disaster. What do we have to fear? As we continue in prayer, we stay within God's plan of hope for the future. Late in his life, while under house arrest, chained to Roman guards and uncertain what the future holds for him, the Apostle Paul emphasized the key to living a life free of anxiety and worry. Don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul says we are not to worry about anything. That is only possible if we pray about everything. Charles Haddon Spurgeon was once asked by a lady if she should bother God with prayers about all the little things in her life. He responded, Madam, can you name anything in your life that isn't little to God? Everything means everything. 
There is nothing in our lives that is too small for God's love to be concerned about, and there is nothing too big for God's power to handle. When we continually pray to God about everything in our lives, we understand more fully God's will for our life. When we stay within God's will for our life, we can experience the peace of God as it guards our hearts and minds. Even though our world may seem like it's crashing down around us and others are running in fear, through our prayers we can rise above our circumstances and experience a peace and calmness that surpasses human comprehension and understanding. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive us for all the times that our minds have wandered and we have become distracted as we attempt to pray to you. We desire to spend time with you, but as Jesus told his apostles, so often our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak. We stand amazed at Christians we know and ones we have read about throughout history that are true prayer warriors, and we desire to be like them. May your Holy Spirit guide us as we struggle to develop a more fervent, effectual prayer life. Help us to follow the example Jesus provided for us as we strive to improve our time in prayer. It's in His name we ask these things. Amen. You have been listening to Monday Morning Inspiration. We pray you were inspired by today's podcast and encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. For more information, go to ChristianGrowthMinistry.com. Thank you for listening.